Welcome to the podcast of Peace NBC, led by Pastor Jimmy Bailey. Our mission is to reach everyone who is someone in the eyes of the Lord. Listen to Pastor Jimmy Bailey preach the word which God has given him. We hope you are touched and blessed by this podcast. For more about Peace NBC, visit our website at www.peacenbchurch.org. Come grow with peace. chapter 16 two very familiar verses verse number 25 and it says and at midnight Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God and the prisoners heard them and suddenly there was a great earthquake. Somebody shout earthquake. So that the foundation of the prison was shaken. And immediately, y'all shout immediately. Amen. All the doors were open and everyone's bands were loose. That's good enough. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come to you. Just wanted to tell you thank you. Thank you, God, for just being God and God all by yourself. Heavenly Father, it's come down to the time of preaching. And I, like John, I realized that I must decrease while you increase. Heavenly Father, I pray for your anointing, realizing that your anointing is not for me, but it's for this, your people. Heavenly Father, if you don't do it, it won't be done. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Look at someone in close proximity and say, neighbor. Neighbor. The preacher is preaching about. On the other side of midnight. On the other side. Of midnight. This is an incident that happens on Paul's second missionary journey. On this journey, Paul and Barnabas have split up. And he has chosen Timothy to travel alone with him and Silas. They had started out from Antioch and had planned to go to Persia and the region of Galatia. And according to Acts chapter 16, verse number 6, 
the Holy Spirit forbid them to preach the word in Asia. And verse 7 tells us they come to Mysia and had planned to go to Bethany, but the Holy Spirit would not allow them to go there. So twice the Holy Spirit has changed their path. We don't know why the Holy Spirit does it, but what's important to me in this is that the text suggests that they're being led by the Holy Spirit. Not only are they being led by the Holy Spirit, but it's very important for us today, Peace Church family, to know that we must also follow the Holy Spirit's direction. So understand this Holy Spirit has the Holy Spirit has closed the doors twice. And as Paul finds himself in Troas, it's here where Paul received a vision directing him to come to Macedonia. And when they get to Macedonia, they find themselves in a town called Philippi. Philippi was the key city in Macedonia. And normally when Paul and Silas were in a city, they would visit the synagogue and start to preach the word of God. But since there's no synagogue there, on the Sabbath, they went outside the city by the riverside to pray. They sat down and began to preach to a group of women, and one of them whose name is Lydia, God opens her heart, and Lydia and her household was saved. Understand, when you follow in the Holy Spirit, it's something how God can take a sinner who was once a sinner living in a world of sin and find themselves a saved soul in this world. Understand why they're doing this. There's a young lady. While they're going out to pray, the Bible says a certain damsel who's possessed with the spirit of divination. This word spirit of divination in the Greek means a spirit of ventriloquism. You know what a ventriloquist is. A ventriloquist is a someone that has a doll. They set the doll on their lap and it seems as if the doll is talking when actually the person who's controlling the doll is the man or the woman that's doing the talking. That's what was going on with this young lady. Though what she was saying was true, Paul knew that the, the, the power behind her message was Satan himself. And because of that, Paul, he, he prays, and this young lady, this demon-possessed woman, has been delivered from this demon. She's a slave spiritually because of what's going on behind the power or, or Satan that's controlling her. But not only is she a slave spiritually, she's also a slave physically. Because the Bible says, because the men whom this woman belonged to 
saw that their financial income has just been took from them, they get upset. Let me tell you something. Just because you've been delivered of your stronghold does not mean that everybody within your circle is going to be happy. That just because your, your breakthrough has came, it does not mean that everybody that's in your circle, some of your best friends, they, they won't like it because they're they, they so used to you and them, your girlfriends are so used to you and her having that bottle of Hennessy or having, having that bottle of Great Goose or smoking whatever it is or going to wherever you go and once God frees you of that, oh, all of a sudden, what you thought was your best friend is not happy for you. Uh, we're, we're, we're still living in, in times of jealousy. Folks are, are, are jealous. They, they're jealous of, of where you live. They're jealous of, of who you are. They're jealous of your job. They're jealous of, of, of what you are. But understand something. Whenever you got God, you got more than you need. And because of this young woman's deliverance, Paul and Silas end up in a dark, cold prison cell. But they're not there alone. We've already know that the Holy Spirit is with them. There's prisoners who are there. There are people who are on death row. There are murderers there and there are thieves there, but I thank God that God was there. Many of us, many of us have found ourselves spiritually in places where we think that we're in the wrong place at the wrong time. But actually, because God has led you there, you're in the right place at the right time. The Bible says that it, it, it was around midnight. Somebody shout midnight. Midnight comes in your life. When, when, when midnight comes, it's considered to be one of the darkest hours of the night. When, when, when midnight comes, life uh, seems to fall apart. When, when, when midnight comes, it seems that all hope is gone. Is, is there anybody here that's ever been through a midnight situation? Well, you, you ought to be able to stand up and testify. You got to tell somebody that on the other side of midnight, don't, 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 don't throw in your towel when, when midnight strikes. Don't, don't you give up when, when midnight strikes because on the other side of midnight, can I tell you what happens? The Bible says it was around midnight. I, I don't know which one it was, whether it was a Paul praying or, or Silas praying, but the Bible said one of them, one of them was singing while the other one was praying. Uh, th th this happened in midnight, in a midnight situation. 
when, when it seems as if uh, you ought to be just, just packing up your bag, but, but instead this, this, this passage teaches us something. First of all, it teaches us that on the other side of midnight, the first thing you ought to be doing is praying and worshiping God. Can, can I just ask you a question? Is there, is there anybody here that's going through something right now? Is, is there anybody here that's going through a test right now? Anybody ever, it, it seems as if your, your, your bad days are wearing your good days, but, but it seems as if things are not going well right now. But all of a sudden, you don't let that situation stop you from praising God. Yeah, I'm sick, but I've still got to give God some praise. I'm, I'm homeless right now, but I still got to give God some praise. Right now, I'm not feeling my best. I'm not in the right position. I'm not where I really want to be in my financial situation, or, or I'm not going to school to where I should be going. But still, in the midst of this midnight situation, God has just been too good to me to sit down on him. And because I serve a God that's, that's so good to me I can't help but to praise God in the middle of my midnight situation I still realize if it had not have been for the Lord who was on my side somebody come here if it had not have been for the Lord who was on my side tell me where would I be uh, on the other side of midnight that there ought to be praise and worship. As a matter of fact, sometimes God will allow trouble to come in your life just to see if you're able to praise God in the midst of your trouble. Sometimes God allows things to happen to us this way just to test. And whenever you come out of your situation, you can say, if it had not been for the test, that wouldn't be a testimony. Anybody can testify about how good God is. Wherever you are, God is there with you. Matthew 28 and 20. Jesus says, I am with you always, even until the end of the world. Romans chapter 8, Brother Latimer, verses 38 through 39 says, nothing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is Christ our Jesus. Psalms 139 verses 7 through 12 says, where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depth, you are there. If I rise up on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Can I tell you that no matter where you are in your midnight situation, God will be there with you. He was with Moses and the children of of Israel. He was with Daniel when Daniel was in the lion's den. Understand something, God, Sister Shalane, no matter what you're going through, 
God will be there with you. That, 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 that's really enough to shout on right there. Because it's one thing to know that he's with me when I'm right. But it's another thing, Brother Eric, to know that he's even with me when I'm wrong. Because I ain't always been right. I ain't always done what I was supposed to do, Sister Annie. But I thank God that even when I was wrong, God, yeah, was with me. But let's see what happens. The text is that one of them started to, they started to praise, brother. Lat. So on the other side of midnight, there should be praise and worship. But then secondly, let, let, let's read the Bible. the Bible. The Bible says in verse 26, it says, and suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundation of the prison were shaken. Understand something, on the other side of worship, when you praise, God speaks. Whenever you praise and worship this God that we serve, he speaks to you to, to let you know that you're not there alone. Can I prove it to you? Because the Bible says, and suddenly, this word suddenly in the Greek is afno, which means unexpected. So unexpectedly, there was an earthquake that come during this time. But understand something. Whenever earthquake come, buildings fall. Whenever earthquake comes, uh, lights and the power are cut off. Whenever earthquakes come, houses are destroyed. But the Bible said, didn't none of that take place? But the only thing that took place was the prison doors were open and the bands were loose. How, what kind of earthquake is this that the only thing it does is open doors and whatever it is that's got you bound and shackled seems to fall off. Can I tell you what happened? But, but this is what happened. Uh, uh, while, while Paul and Silas were praying, all of a sudden they're, they're praying to God and, and God overhears their prayers. You, you do know God hears prayers, right? And you do know God will answer prayers. So while Paul and Silas were praying, all of a sudden God hears them. And when God hears them, he tells creation to get happy. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, creation overhears this press service. And creation starts to get happy. Can I tell you something? I can prove it to you in the Bible. Because Jesus said, if my people should hold their peace, he lets you know that a rock will cry out. So when the rock hears this press service going on, all of a sudden, creation gets happy. But I'm so glad to know right now that I ain't got nobody in Peace Missionary Baptist Church that will hold their peace. You don't need no rock to cry for you because you got breath in your body. You got a roof over your head. You got clothes on your back. May not be feeling the best, but at least you're not in a grave because some of us can testify millions didn't make it, but I'm one of the ones.
who made him. God speaks after midnight. And all of a sudden, the doors of the prisons are open. But then the, de the text says their bands were loosed. Don't y'all overlook that? Because spiritually, many of us are shackled in certain situations. Uh, it, it seems as if you got an iron ball that you're just dragging around everywhere you go. But understand something. Whenever you praise and worship God, can, can I tell you that when, when praises go up, blessings will come down. So whenever you're in your midnight situation and you're looking to hear a word from the Lord, all you got to do is just praise him like everything is fine. You go, go ahead and give God an advance praise. Go ahead and tell God thank you in advance. As a matter of fact, help me preach today. Touch your neighbor and say, neighbor. Get ready, get ready, get ready. Your blessing is on the way. Tell, tell, say, neighbor, your, your deliverance is on the way. Tell, tell somebody, neighbor, don't throw in the towel. When praises go up, blessing will come down. I feel like preaching today. Watch what happens. Watch what happens. The text says, in verse 27, and the keeper of the prison, awakened out of his sleep. Stop right there. It's a comma. You see that? Let me read it one more time. It says, and the keeper of the prison, awakening out of his sleep. He's on the job. But the text said he sleeps. In that time, Brother Lama, being a keeper, was about a, it's a good paying job. But yet, the Bible says he sleep. Uh, uh, could it be the reason why he sleep is because he's gotten too, too comfortable in his position? That there's a, there's a lot of us who are asleep on the job because we've gotten too comfortable in our position. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, I understand that the COVID is going on, but a lot of us then got too comfortable staying at home. A lot of us had gotten too comfortable because, because all you got to do is just, just turn on the, the TV or, or whether you can just log in on Facebook. But, but a lot of us have gotten too comfortable and we've fallen asleep. And whenever you fall asleep on the job, Satan is waiting on that very moment. And whenever you stop reading your Bible, whenever you stop singing your song, whenever you stop lifting up the name, of Jesus, whenever you quit paying your tithes, all of a sudden, Satan comes in. Touch your neighbor and say, neighbor, wake up. And seeing the prison doors open, 
he drew out his sword and would have killed himself. Supposing that the prisoners had been fled. Let me see. Let me, let me, let me, let me read that one more time. Watch this. The Bible says he drew out his sword and would have killed himself supposing that the prisoners had been fled. This is what you got to understand about the job he's on. Whatever punishment or judgment that was handed down on the prisoners, if the prisoners escaped, that same punishment or judgment would have been on the keeper of the prison. But watch this. It's dark. He can't see inside of the prison. The only thing he can see is that the doors are open. But he's getting ready to make a permanent decision on temporary basis. He, he's getting ready to kill himself. And he ain't even looked inside of the prison. How many times have we made a bad choice in life because we move too fast? How many times have we made a bad decision in life because we didn't wait on the Lord? Some of us are in the situation that we're in right now because we put ourselves in that situation when you should have just waited on the Lord. And can I tell you something? Whenever you wait on the Lord, you won't make the wrong decisions. Touch somebody and tell them to wait. But Paul, on the other side of midnight, there must be praise and worship. On the other side of midnight, God will speak. But then thirdly, the text teaches us that on the other side of midnight, a sinner will be saved. Watch the text. The text says, but Paul cried out with a loud voice, do thyself no harm, for we are all here. Then the text says, he called for a light, sprang in and came trembling and fell down before Paul and Silas. Verse 30 says, and they brought them out. It says, sirs, what must I do to be saved? Many of us need to be asking God that question. What must I do to be saved? But understand something. He would never have asked that question if this midnight situation and it came in his life. Many of us, we don't pray the way we're supposed to pray. Matter of fact, we don't sing the way we're supposed to sing until trouble comes in our life. Uh, uh, many of us, we, 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 when, when our days are good, 
we don't go to God the same. But whenever trouble comes in our life, whenever midnight strikes, all of a sudden then we want to come to God and say, what must I do to be saved? Come here, some of us ought to be thanking God for grace. But some of us ought to be thanking God for mercy because I, I thank God that whenever I came to him, that, that my testimony was it wasn't too late. It, it, that, that ought to be your testimony. You can thank God that it wasn't too late because all of us were headed to the hell with a one-way ticket. But all of a sudden, God showed mercy on our life. And whenever we said, what must I do to be saved? He picked you up and turned you around. Place our feet on solid ground. I'm so glad today that I too can testify and say I've had some midnight situations. Me too, I, I, I too, yes, have had some hills that I've had to climb. Yeah, I, I too, Sister Power, have had some rivers that seemed uncrossable. But how many here can testify and say that God specializes in things like this? And I'm so glad today, Mother Randolph, that I can say yes. I may not be what I ought to be. But I thank God that I'm not what I used to be. Yeah, I'm not a perfect person. But I thank God, yes, that in my imperfections, I serve a God, yes, who loved me not because of, but he loved me in spite of my faults. And I'm so glad today that when, when uh, I turn to Jesus and I call his name, uh, what other name can men be saved except by the name of Jesus. What other name can men be delivered except by the name of Jesus? Somebody here today is in a midnight situation. I want you to know that he your midnight situations don't throw in the towel but go down on your knees and call on the name of Jesus can I just tell you if you call on his name demons will tremble 
available. Doors that are closed in your life, God will open up the doors. Whatever sickness you have, God will be a doctor in a sick room. If you're in trouble and you call on him, he'll be a lawyer in a courtroom. If you're motherless and you call on Jesus, he'll be a mother for the motherless. If you're fatherless, he'll be a father for the fatherless. Is there anybody here who know the man named Jesus? Don't y'all fool me now. Have you tried the man? Have you tried the man named Jesus? Oh, he's sweet, I know. This God that I serve, he won't never leave you. And he won't never forsake you. Whatever it is that you're going through, call on the name, on the name of Jesus, and he will make everything all right. Can I get one witness? If I had to call on Moses, I said, Moses, do you know him? And Moses would say, he told me to stretch out my rod over the Red Sea and when I stretched out my rod I can hear Moses saying we walked through on dry grounds if I had to call on another witness come here Daniel Daniel do you know him I can hear Daniel saying yes I know the man named Jesus I can hear Daniel saying they put me down in a pit and I was supposed to be ate by lions but one thing they didn't know when they put me in the pit they put my God down there with me what about them three Hebrew boys that King Nebuchadnezzar threw down in the fiery furnace do you know the man named Jesus I can hear say yes I know him when they threw us in the fire he came in the fire with me and that's all I want to tell you when you're in your midnight situation no you're not there you're not there alone God will get into the battle with you God will get into your storm with you you're not there alone you're not there alone can I ask you one question if y'all don't mind can I ask y'all one question if you don't mind here this arrow in the middle here can I ask y'all one question what about y'all over here can I ask you one question won't he do it won't he do it won't he do it and if you know he will shout yes he will yes he will 
will. If you know he will. If you know he will. If you know he will. Go on and praise him. Go on and lift him up. Go on and give him glory. Because if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side. Tell me where would I be? I could have been dead, sleeping in my grave, but I, the Lord, made a way for me. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Shout it out! Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor, neighbor, whatever you're going through, whatever you're going through, whatever you're going through, hold on to God's unchanging hands. He's able, he's able, he's able. If you know he's able, shout out. Thanks for listening to this podcast. We hope you were touched and blessed by what you heard. For more info about Peace NBC, visit us at www.peacenbchurch.org. Also, remember to follow us on social media. If you would like to support this ministry and help us reach more souls, visit our website and click the link, Give Into This Ministry. Be blessed, and we will see you next time.